0: I grew up with a medically fragile father. And so I was bred to be a caregiver from like a very young age. Mostly it's managing <laughs> a house full of everyone on a different part of a spectrum.
1: Shannon Blount is also working full time.
0: The kind of straw that broke my back was feeling like I just essentially had my children's needs just kind of falling out of my hands like sand, and I couldn't stop it.
1: I'm Mike Pachinik. On this special episode of the Balancing Act, we're taking a closer look at why Shannon's not alone and why a new report from the Rosalind Carter Institute for Caregivers says employers must do more to support caregiving employees.
2: I think that what was most surprising is how widespread this is.
1: Karen Cavanaugh is Chief of Strategic Initiatives at RCI. She's spearheading the Working While Caring initiative.
2: And the objectives are first to raise awareness of this really critical cohort of the workforce, those who are working while also providing care for someone who is aging, ill or disabled, to identify and then expand effective employer supports and then to see if we can organize employers to be more vocal and visible agents of reform, really reforming the system.
1: As part of the initiative, RCI released a study called Invisible Overtime. It found nearly one in five American workers is doubling as an unpaid family caregiver. The study found those employees spend an average of 20 hours a week on caregiving duties.
2: For many caregivers, providing care is really a second job.
1: Kavanaugh says those caregiving responsibilities forced one in three employees to leave the workforce hitting women especially hard.
2: Caregivers have more negative health outcomes, in part due to the experience, and that's reflected also in employee caregivers of color. Employees of color more often, as compared to their white counterparts, have to quit a job for caregiving responsibilities, go from full-time to part-time, or stay in a job longer than what they would want to. And that has all kinds of effects, again, on career development, job opportunities and growth."
1: RCI also found employees spend, on average, $20,000 a year out of pocket to care for loved ones and missed an average of three workdays a month. Kavanaugh says it's all affecting employee productivity and employer bottom line. And while the pandemic has enlightened some company leaders,
2: awareness is still really critical.
1: RCI released a list of recommendations for what employers should do, including adding a caregiving question module to employee surveys, establishing caregiving resource groups, reducing the stigma by engaging company leaders to show support for employee caregivers, and training managers about the issues employee caregivers are facing.
2: They have to have concrete tools to offer.
1: RCI also recommends employers identify gaps in their benefits that could help employee caregivers.
2: Employers can do a lot more for their employee caregivers.
1: Shannon Blount's employer, Teladoc, offering the HomeThrive caregiving benefit to her team. HomeThrives is a next-generation caregiving innovator, revolutionizing support for unpaid family caregivers and their loved ones.
0: They want you to come to work and they want you to be a whole person versus just someone that comes there, checks in, does their job, and then checks back out. Because if they're addressing everything about you, then you're more present when you're at work.
1: She agrees with RCI about the importance of employers helping their employee caregivers.
0: They're worried about the bottom line and keeping people focused while they're at work, then give them tools that allow them to focus while they're at work.
1: To learn more about how you can support your employee caregivers, visit HomeThrive.com Go to the Who We Serve tab and scroll down to Employers. Again, that's HomeThrive.com. Go to the Who We Serve tab and scroll down to Employers. For HomeThrive, I'm Mike Pachenik.